Hello and welcome to the BS Podcast, where we talk the absurd, the ridiculous, and yes, the bullshit. Hi, I'm Dave, and joining me is my fellow connoisseur in bullshit, Mr. Zach. Zach, how you doing today, buddy? Good, man. Don't forget about our other connoisseur in bullshit sitting right behind you on your uh, radio. <laughs> so, he's, uh, he's always looking out for, for the BS. He doesn't put yeah. up with that. Uh, and if it's, if it's smaller than, you know, like this, and if it's in the house, he will kill it. So he considers that. He considers any, any insect or lizard in the house pure bullshit, and he's out there to eliminate it and eradicate it. <laughs> All right. Sounds like a good deal. You probably save money. Uh, you don't have to pay Orkin to come out and do pest control now. <laughs> the cat is a master hunter or... Yeah. Or, or mass murderer. <laughs> Depending on how you look at it. Now, the one thing he doesn't do, Zach, that we do here is uh, not only do we, do, do we talk, talk, talk to BS and uh, get into the BS, we also rank the BS courtesy of our BS-ometer. Um, I don't know. Where's, are we patent pending on this or we get it cleared? Yeah, it's trademarked. So, okay, trademark, uh, right. Yeah, trademarked. So we have to use it. Uh, you can't steal it from us. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, anybody, don't even think about it. So now that we're trademarked here, I'll just add that TM TM there. Uh, So now that's official. So I should have just done that earlier and then (laughs) it wouldn't have been a problem. Yeah, exactly. We've got got our five stories here. We got got unrest in Chicago. We've got protesters suing in Seattle. Uh, Cannibals. Oh, man, that's a crazy one. Uh, Sturgis. Look at me. Looking at the camera. I'm like a weatherman here. And then Florida man story coming up. So those are our top five stories and we are going to uh, as we go through them uh give the bs ranking and then uh oh, i realize i don't have a total column there still have to do that uh i'm really not good at this am i so <laughs> we're going to uh we're going to tally up our rankings and then uh and then uh, we will uh, we are counting down the top five bs items uh before we do that zach what do you have let's drill down into hyper local bs what's going on in your sphere buddy um you know what nothing it has been a bs free week for me Besides, the weather's been really shitty up in Maryland, just thunderstorms after thunderstorms. You're probably used to that, though, from Florida, so I'm just, you know, preaching to the choir here. But still, you know, it's been, it's been awful. Love talking weather here on the BS pod. <laughs> so we yeah. do it like at least once a week or not. Um, yeah. Well, as I've, I think, as, as I've said, in, in my particular, you might think Florida, all of Florida is like thunderstorms constant, constantly. But I believe, as I said, here in uh, my particular area of the, of the Tampa Bay region, we don't get a lot of rain here. Um, what we get is, what we get is wide, we get weeks without rain and then it'll yeah. pour for like three, four days straight. So I guess you're like, if you're, if you're a Parks and Rec fan, I guess you're like the Eagleton section of Florida. You know, <laughs> yes. They had like, everything was perfect. <laughs> it is crazy. I mean, we had, we went every year. It's sort of the same. We have like a really, it's, it's hot, obviously. Um, and, and cloudless most of the time, which is why it's like unrelentingly hot here because you don't have any, any shade. Uh, as we had a, a, we had all of May without rain and then it poured in the beginning of June. And then we had almost all of June without rain and it poured in the beginning of July. Uh, and here we are again, I think it's been three, four weeks without any real rain. So, yeah, but, uh, uh, but that's, that, that doesn't bother me. I think you just got to water the plants. Um, and my, oh, also my HOA is apparently that the sprinkler system is broken and there's no, there's no intent on fixing it. So <laughs> got to water the own, uh, you know, the, the bushes and stuff that are out yeah. between the buildings and stuff. So I got our responsibility to water it. So that kind of sucks. Other thing going on is, uh, uh behind my place is, a it's a County owned land. Uh, it's just sort of wild, uh, which is which is nice because I, I don't have anything behind me but woods. Um, there's a there's a deer who's taken up residence there. We've seen oh, nice. over the last few days, and uh, and uh, the dog is the dog chased the deer once into the woods, and then, but slowly she doesn't like today. We were just out there uh, during like a lunch break, letting her out, and uh, yeah. no barking. Just they're just kind of eyeing each other. My my wife wants it to be sort of uh, what's it called unlikely animal friends, so she's trying to, she's trying to <laughs> see if she could arrange yeah. that. I was taking my dog for a walk like probably two weeks ago and there's like a trail that goes back, you know, behind my house. So I was just taking him in there and there was this little path that goes off in the woods and I never went back there. And I was like, oh, let me just take him back there. And I went down, there was this little like stream. I was like, oh, this is nice. So I like took him down, we're set by the stream and there's a whole family of deer like on the opposite side of this stream. Oh wow! And I mean, they're pretty damn close and all of them just look at us and then my dog sees them and they're just like dead eye, like making this <laughs> eye contact for like, 
minutes it felt like and i'm just like what the hell is going to happen are they going to like <laughs> are they going to like jump over this stream and chase after them right. and after like what felt like an eternity of that of this epic stare dog my dog just let the tiniest wolf he just did like a little and then they just like fucking scattered like all the deer. And i was like oh man but for a while it felt tense it felt like a stare down in like a, an action movie or something like that <laughs> well if there's a lot of them was there was there a male there because i think those i don't know what they do i think potentially if there's a male they could charge if they feel threatened i think um so I, but i don't yeah, know yeah i mean i've seen videos online thank god i've never had to deal with it because i feel like we have a lot of deer in this area and residential communities just because yeah deforestation they just keep chopping down and building up houses so yeah yeah you know there's a there's a lot of in residential areas we've we've seen quite a few like in our neighborhood and things like that just like trying to get from one point to one uh, one other point in the woods and they got to walk through our neighborhood or whatever um but i've seen like videos on youtube where like a deer will like tr- will like trample like dogs you know what i mean like run up to them and start like, stomping on them and stuff like that, like use their back legs. Like I've, really? I've seen videos on YouTube of that. Like, and it's like, what the hell are you going to do? You know what I mean? At that point, but you know, the dog sees a deer, he probably wants to try to play with it or something, but yeah, that, yeah, exactly. So maybe it is good to, to keep them. So the, the friendship is probably not likely to develop Zach. Is that what you're suggesting? I would suggest that. Yes. <laughs> you're right. I mean, my dog would love it. She loves it. Just let's just go to each other. And let's be buddies. And yeah, yeah, the deer is like, what the hell? Get the, the hell out of here. Yeah. Me, and I would imagine a kick from a deer would be pretty intense. Yeah. So I'll have to relay that to my wife. Maybe actually what I'll do, maybe I'll pull up some videos of a, of a deer kicking a dog and then maybe that'll. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it to you after this if I, if I can find it. <laughs> Okay, please do. <laughs> All right, so are you ready to get into our stories? I'm always ready. All right, Zach, story number one, as we previewed with our trademarked BSometer, we've got looting, rioting in Chicago. Uh, just like, uh, what what do we call what's been going on here for the last three months? I thought things were coming down. Anarchy? Zach. Yeah, so did I. And then it is, everything went to shit over the weekend in, uh, in Chicago. You know, we got a picture. One of our... Um, one of our editors here at Informed American, he lives in Chicago, works remote, and he actually was sending us pictures of the bridges, like all up. They like raised all the bridges to stop everyone from getting to downtown. Yeah. Crazy. Throw, so yeah, throw that up. Uh, and he's down. He said he was woken up at like, what, one in the morning or it was, no, it was ongoing overnight, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. It was nuts. And uh, the raising the bridges is very reminiscent of Batman. Uh, oh yeah, a hundred percent. That's what I thought about. Like that scene in uh, was it Dar- the the last one that Christopher Nolan made, where like all the bridges are blowing up and stuff. That Dark Knight wow. Rises, I believe it is. Yeah. Um. Now, I mean, this is. Now, of course, we. I mean, this is uh, this is nothing to do with uh, George Floyd at this point, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't mean to laugh, but I mean, what do you say to? I mean, we're way past um uh, this stuff now. It, it, something is. Something has gone on, um, as, as we'll get to. It's just any, just waiting. I think certain bad actors are just waiting for any opportunity that could possibly present itself. Uh, and uh, the, what happened here in Chicago was, uh, now this comes from uh, WINK News. It says, looting, rioting, reporting in Chicago after officers shoot suspect. Okay. Uh, officers shot and wounded a suspect who was firing at them in Chicago's Englewood neighborhood Sunday afternoon. Uh, the shooting led to chaos in the area with crowds lashing out at what they called extreme police actions. Uh, and uh, uh, officers gave another story saying misinformation sparked the widespread outright outrage that ended with citizens and officers injured and a sense of distrust in the community. Uh, now they, they came out there in the afternoon and they tried to confront the man and the man fired at officers They basically fired back and hit him. Uh, I'm not sure. It doesn't say here in this story. I don't have an update if the, if the man survived or not, but, Zach, as you found out, uh, this, this story here in the news is not what was not the story that spread in the community, was it? No, no. The story was that uh, the police had shot a boy. That was the rumor that was spreading. And that was the misinformation. People shot boy. And, you know, I was looking up, uh, you know, some tweets and, you know, like I'm looking at one tweet right now. It just says breaking police involved shooting 57th at Aberdeen. No, uh, no officers injured suspect in custody. Like right away, like that makes it seem like the police showed up and shot somebody, you know, without right. even giving a full story. So I feel like there's already going to be some outrage coming from the media on this. But then with this rumor starting, because the, the, uh, the suspect that fired at the police first, he was 20 years old, which is young. That's a young man. Sure. You know, a lot of people, some people would say it's a boy. Um, so 
people and I'm sure the rumor started because it to police shot shot that boy. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. if someone knows him. Like for instance, if that was me, if I was twenty years old and you know my grandmother said that, she would call me a boy. She would say like the police shot that boy. You know what I mean? So I right, think like I the rumors you. just kind of like spread. It seemed like wildfire. You know, the police showed up and shot a boy. Um, and that, that's just how the, the information started. And it was, um, it just popped off from there. And we got a story here from the same one. It says this one comes from activist. An activist said, quote, I watched a police officer grab a young man, pull him, pull him in with his shirt and beat him up and kick him in the face. I watched the police whip another young man, throw him, in, throw him in the back of the car and drive off with him. Uh, I mean, I don't know what that if that's true or not, but that doesn't seem if if that happened, that seems unrelated to what the initial thing that 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 sparked it. Which is the thing I want to say, and I want to draw a really really clear line here, Zach. And I, you can agree or disagree, but um, you know, police. We don't want you know police uh, police violence or or anything like that, or certainly um, uh, you know shooting people. But if somebody has a gun, if a suspect has a gun and they fire it, or even if they and if they don't fire, if they don't immediately put it down, I mean, in my opinion, I think kind of all bets are off here. I mean, where do you stand on that? Unarmed they, versus armed. They, they shot first. I mean, I mean, the, the police were shot at first. You know, this isn't a situation like with George Floyd where he was a defenseless man who was crying for trying to save his own life, you know, or, uh, you know, crying out, being uh, abused or victimized by the police, whatever that may be. You know, this was someone that shot first at the police. Like, of, of course, they're going to, shoot back to protect themselves right, right? So what, we, what else we, are you supposed to do yeah like um we we keep talking about defunding the police and these cries for that coming out but like if you want to think about it like like reorganizing the police like i've seen some people that say stop sending the police to nonviolent situations only send the police to things where they have to where you need police to to be in in, in this situation this is something that you would need police for right there was a, there was someone with a gun that was shooting he shot at the police officers, and so obviously, you know, they, they shot back. Um, what, are you, what are you supposed to do? It, just let him just go around shooting? I mean, yeah, exactly. Like nothing? I said, this it's just the situation just seems completely different than than something that would like what happened with George Floyd. And you mentioned that activist um, earlier. I got another quote from him about this whole situation that says it's disturbing to me because when will police ever practice community engagement? When will they practice anything that deals with mediating conflict? Said uh, the activist, his name is Joseph Williams. Right. Um, which, I mean, what, where else are they supposed to do when they show up to, when they show up to the community and someone shoots at them? <laughs> just, yeah. How do you mediate a guy shooting yeah. at the guard? So it just, it doesn't make sense, you know? And then when the looting and everything starts, it's like, how do you, how do you mediate that conflict when, you know, I guess it's both sides of the party, the police and the looters and protesters have to be willing to mediate that conflict, right? I mean, does it mean mediate and like don't arrest? Just be like, okay, time out, put the gun down. Let's yeah. all just well, turn around a hole. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know, but I think <laughs> we 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 keep hearing this phrase "new normal" coming up with COVID. You know, and there was an article that I kind of want to point out from Informed American. Yeah. Um, that just came out, I think, today about um, you know, there was a photographer that caught two policemen sitting in their car while a uh, five uh, group of five girls beat up and shocked someone uh, shocked an 11 year old girl with a taser. They were in their car and watched it happen. Right. And um, there are some reports that there was uh, the police did get out of their car, but there was a group of people that tried to stop the police from getting to this, uh, you know, alleged like assault. Um, but yeah, the, I, I got the link. It's an informed American article. We'll put it up in the, in the description below this video. If you, so you, you know, people watching go check that out. But yeah. that's the thing. Our officers get to a point where they're, they're scared to even try to mediate violence, to try to even stop violence. Right. And does it become to a point where cop, yeah, cops just say, they're just like, screw it. I mean, yeah. uh, I just, that, that's what I mean. If the, yeah. if the situation, I mean, according to the photographer in this article, he said that there was, uh, the cops were claiming that uh, there was a wall of people blocking them and that they were getting stuff thrown at them so they could not get to this said assault. But according to the photographer that actually took the pictures of the cops in the car, they said this was not true. They said it was just, you know, so it's very he said or she said. But point blank, there was an assault. Officers were sitting there and they didn't stop. They could not or would not stop it. Interesting. Um, so it's, it's getting to a point where, like you said, are, are, are they just not going to involve themselves? And I'm not saying the officers had to get in there and like, arrest people to try to send them to jail for the rest of their life but they could right. at least try to stop this 11 year old girl from getting the the shit beat out of her you know what i mean and like just try to stop the violence right um so is that what's getting to the point uh, i mean their the argument was being made way back when like 
people were first started filming police. Like, I don't know if you remember like a few years ago when like everyone was pulling out their cell phones to film police that yeah, like started, that, that. that started to be like a big point of contention. A lot of people were saying police are going to be scared to do anything because everyone's going to film them in that situation. I was like, they should be filmed. Like it, it helps both parties. It helps, you know, it helps the cops protect themselves to make sure they were doing everything right. And it, you know, it helps both parties. People make sure they're not being abused by police and the police to make sure that like, what they're doing is honest and they're telling the truth. You know what I mean? No, I agree hundred percent. And I think all of that stemmed from uh, the Michael Brown thing, uh, the, all the Ferguson stuff in 2014. I think that's when the, the push for uh, push for body cams came in. And I agree. I, I support that as well. Uh, and, and it is interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, everybody have, have it on video, have, have audio and video um, and then sort it out. But it is interesting the way, uh, a story or a vi- basically a viral rumor uh, can kick off something as crazy as what happened in Chicago. And as you mentioned, they raised the bridges. Uh, and you, so we'll put, we put that, you put that picture up earlier. I got a couple of videos here I want to share here uh, just, you know, because um, it, it is absolutely chaotic. Uh, and so here, here we go. Let's take a look at one here. Oh, man. Yeah, he went right into that thing. Well, you know, it's a cheering crowd. It's an Audi. I wouldn't be driving my Audi into there, but although I guess maybe you can, you could do better in the side store. Yeah. Okay. Number two. That must be some strong glass too. I mean, yeah. he's really random, that fucker. Yeah, he's nailing that thing, and I mean, just cheering crowds. Just can't wait to get in there. And look, there's people wearing masks. Oh, that's good. <laughs> well, you gotta protect yourself from COVID. <laughs> Oh, jeez. So they got into there. Now, this was what they call uh, uh, Magnificent uh, Mile, I believe Mm -hmm. it's called. Uh, And uh, now I guess uh, what what that is, is you get high class, well, you know, like Gucci stores like that uh, in the nicest area in Chicago. And of course, yeah, you get this car ramming through. Uh, And I've got one more here. Let's let's take a look at this. This is the aftermath, Zach. This is pretty good. All right, here's some uh, news footage here, Zach, from the aftermath. Um, now this is this doesn't look like it's in the uh, magnificent mile. This looks like some kind of a mall. Yeah, Best and- Buy parking lot, Mod Pizza. <laughs> How did all that shit get from like the stores to that far out in the ground? Like there's shit in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah, I don't know if it's like they bust. Uh- it looks like a bomb went off. <laughs> Do they, they just bust, I think they just, this is like what I imagine, like when like the zombie apocalypse happens, <laughs> but like parking lots are going to look, cause you don't see anybody. It's no. just gar, it's just trash. You don't even see people cleaning up or anything. I mean, it's just, oh, there's one person. The guy riding a bike, you know, just taking, <laughs> taking his morning. He's going to make, see what's left. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I can get a hold of, uh, I mean, Damn. unbelievable. The, the damage. Yeah. Look at how far that shit went out. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, basically, I mean, look at the next block. Any store in Chicago. It is a war zone. I mean, I mean, there's more there. Maybe let's see what else we can get. I don't know. It's the morning, though. You got to be careful. Uh, so, I, I mean, just stuff. I mean, uh, that's surprising. Yeah, unless people just grabbed whatever they could find, and then they basically. looked at it in the parking lot and said, I don't want this, and, you know, left it on the ground. It's a shopping spree, uh, basically. Yeah. And then... Uh, Oh, here's a nice map here on the, the story here, here in the Daily Mail. Uh, maybe I'll just scroll through here. If you can see the Chicago, uh, they, yeah, they looted a Tesla store. Uh, and then there's sort of a map, just a map there where they went. Dior, Gucci, Best Buy. I think that's basically the one we saw, Nordstrom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what they got at, at McDonald's, but <laughs> they went after <laughs> Here's just more. And then, you know, in Louis Vuitton, uh, there's another one there boarding up the windows. I mean, this is like Giorgio Armani. This is life now in, in major cities. And, mm-hmm. and there's been, I wonder what your thought. Oh, CBD and Kratom. So, yeah, they got, got some weed, some Kratom, some CBD. And there's a picture of the bridge yeah. going up. Um, I mean, just absolute, I mean, mayhem. Chaos, Unbelievable yeah. mayhem. The, yeah, I, you know, I'm, I'm actually surprised that things have been pretty quiet in Baltimore. Um, I, I think at this point, from, our, from my city, people are, you know, people are fed up with it. Um, is that right? Yeah. Just things have been quiet, which probably after everything that happened, um, you know, back in 2015, um, it just, things haven't been bad. Granted, I don't think, uh, we've had any issues with the local pe- uh, police because okay. again, after all the events of 2015, so I'm sure if there would have been some kind of, uh, 
um, spark of police violence, I'm sure we would have faced it again. But I, I think the whole big, my big takeaway from all of this is how much like a rumor can start this gigantic situation, right? That's it kind of I mean, it, it kind of happened back in 2015. Like I remember the day there was those big, uh, like the biggest day of riots in Baltimore. It all started because there was a tweet that said we're going to purge by uh, Mandamin Mall, right? And there apparently there was rumors to whether it was it was a real tweet or not. But you know, um, police saw this and showed up. And, you know, these kids couldn't get home. They were like stuck after school. And it's just like this rage just kept building up. And it all started from this one tweet. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. just crazy how like just this one little spark of, of one voice can just start so much damage. It's terrible. Well, even I mentioned Michael Brown earlier. I mean, the hands up, don't shoot. That wasn't even true either. Um, yeah. And it sparked outrage. I mean, it's just a matter of, yeah, something that can spread. Uh, last thing on this topic, Zach, I do want to hit this video. And I think really getting to beyond uh, the normal BS is this idea uh, of uh, justification of this. Uh, that's what I want to say. Uh, so let's hit this video. Uh, last one on this topic. Or a Macy's or a Nike, because that makes sure that that person eats. That makes sure that that person has clothes. That's reparations. That is reparations. Anything they want to take, take it because these businesses have insurance. They're going to get their money back my people aren't getting anything. I, I mean, this is just absolutely stupid. You're justifying looting on the basis of reparations. Um, you're, no, that's, that's terrible. That's just a terrible argument. I, I think, and I, I think that's an argument that could hold up in court, at least as far as making an argument, not saying that there would be enough to turn over someone's conviction of if they were, you know, in, on trial for looting or whatever. But it's a topic that a lot of people are scared to even touch on. Right. If you want to do talk reparations, talk reparations. But the idea that I can, I, I am justified in stealing other property because I deserve reparations uh, is, is, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how one follows from the other. And then finally she tops it off with these places have insurance. I yeah. mean, to talk, I mean, we, we've hit this before, but just to really, really hit this again. Um, you know, there's insurance, maybe there's insurance now, um, but you know, maybe in a year or two where there's no more businesses anymore because they can't, they won't, a business won't open in your neighborhood because they no longer can, can afford insurance or no longer can, can be yeah, afforded. It's going to go up. Around and wonder, oh, how come there's no businesses in my neighborhood? Uh, <laughs> well, because uh, you, you told everyone to go rob it and then it's okay because the places had insurance. I mean, uh, you know, use your brain a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I mean, no, no, you're right. I, I, I was just saying that like th that whole topic of yeah. like rep reparations, like whether you deserve them or not. Gotcha. Just, just saying that term, like a defense, defense, a lawyer could take that term and just go run away with it in like yeah. a court of law. You know what I mean? And just make people feel, feel uh, racist if they say anything against. Oh that, yeah. You, okay. know what, you know what I mean? That, that's what I meant. Like her, her saying that can definitely uh, help clear herself a little bit. <laughs> Unbelievable. Now we thought we would spend a little, uh, a number of minutes on this topic and we did because it's huge and crazy and absolutely full, full of BS. Uh, do you want to, you want me to go ahead with, uh, with the score or do you want? I, I'm going to go, uh, eight. Yeah. Eight, <sighs> eight for you. I got a nine here. So that'll total to 17. Um, smart. Uh, yeah. I mean, high, high, I mean, high level, high level, uh, BS and also, uh, multiple levels. Um, yeah. The, the, and not saying not saying that looting and rioting is ever justified, but when it's, but but it's even worse when it's on a, a false rumor, uh, a false situation, and then um, and then the justification on top of it. <laughs> so, oh, all right, you want to hit our uh, we want to hit our next story, Zach. This one's yep. a little later and a little more humorous, and uh, <laughs> I want to say almost funny. Uh, <laughs> it so, is pretty fucking funny. I'm <laughs> What'd you say? It is pretty fucking funny. I mean, yeah. <laughs> all right. So uh, this story is, comes out of Seattle, a story out of KIRO7. Protesters sue Seattle, claim they need expensive protective gear to safely protest. <laughs> a lawsuit filed Monday against the city of Seattle argues protesters' constitutional rights have been violated by police departments' indiscriminate use of chemical and less lethal crowd control tactics, which have forced demonstrators to buy 
expensive protective gear in order to safely bring their message against police brutality to the streets. Uh, this and, uh, and it continues here. Individual protesters are subjected to SPD's unabated and indiscriminate violence must now purchase cost prohibitive gear to withstand munitions, even when pro- peacefully protesting as a condition to exercising their right of free speech, peaceful assembly. Zach, should should the city of Seattle um, pay for protective equipment? No. <laughs> no, you better hope Ted Wheeler doesn't like hear about this because he will give uh, the protesters in uh, Portland anything they want. If he, if he drive if, up in a truck, yeah, yeah, if the people in Portland hear about this, say, Hey, let's sue Ted Wheeler. That he, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll pull up in a truck. No, it's fun. I don't know why I think about like, I, I think about like the revolutionary war and like how you would have like militia with like farmers with like pitchforks and stuff like yeah. fighting the British army. Like they, they you, like, do you think if they would have went to like the British army, be like, Hey guys, we need, all we got is like a, a pitchfork. We need a musket. And you think they would be like, here you go. Like, no, like the police force will always have better weapons. So if you like sue the police and they give in and you get like uh, police grade weapons, what do you think the police is going to do? They're going to go and get military grade weapons. They're not going to sit there and, I mean, it's it's the funniest thing. Oh, that's so great! Well, we send Ben Franklin to King George, and we're like, <laughs> it's not fair. We, yeah. we deserve better ammunition to fight you. Yeah. <laughs> it just shows how stupidly litigious our society is. I mean, the audacity here, and the fact that I know they say anyone can see anyone, um, but you know, you're right. There, there are sympathetic ears to this. It's just, just <laughs> unbelievable. Now. I think clearly, uh, uh, I mean, your take on this, um, if no, if there was, I mean, this basically pretends that uh, there is no violence going on in Seattle um, at all. And that, you know, it's not that it's not just like, and it is just like Portland, uh, they get the same situation going on in Seattle. Uh, people go out, they protest, it's fine. And then at some point it starts getting nasty and the cops say leave and nobody leaves and then it gets really bad. And the people with uh, wearing uh, black masks and all black go out there and start throwing shit at cops and lighting fires and stuff. And then, I mean, it just, it's the same cycle. And they're pretending like that stuff just does, like the cops are just tear gassing them for no reason or something. Yeah. I, I saw one, uh, one argument that was like the whole goal of the whole reason you need a police uh, department is to, is to keep the peace and nothing else. And it's like, well, you see a lot of some police officers like trying to keep the peace and then they get, they get uh, attacked for it. Yeah. You know, they do, they try to do the one job that, you know, people say is the only job they need. They're supposed to be there to do. And, you know, it's a, it's a lose, lose. I mean, it, it's so absurd. <laughs> the notion here. Um, certainly uh, Ted Wheeler uh, would, would have supported this. Um, I mean, I it just can't, I mean, uh, God save us. If, <laughs> if this lawsuit goes anywhere, <laughs> Uh, it's almost too stupid to to believe, but uh, that, that's where we are in the world. I, I don't have any more on this. I think we spent enough time on. The- I want to know who started it. I want to know if if someone went to a lawyer or if there there are lawyers that were like going around. You know, like um, God, what do they call them? Like ambulance, ambulance, like driver or follow, followers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the name of those lawyers that they say basically just follow ambulance ambulances? Chaser. Ambulance chasers. I wonder if it was like an ambulance chaser try like lawyer that just like found a protest and said, "Hey, if you want to <laughs> sue these people, I got an idea, a brainstorm going on," or if you know. And then someone's just like, yeah, sure, let's yeah, do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, ba- yeah, the, uh, um, you know, it's like basically like the Saul Goodman, yeah, Seattle, yeah, exactly, like that, right, exactly. And uh, there was a response here from the Seattle City Attorney's Office saying, "We'll look into these new claims. Uh, the relief that these plaintiffs seek is related to recent orders issued by Judge." I don't know, so they're just going to file the case. It basically nothing. It basically. Uh, um, but yeah, what they what they allege is a pay to protest. The city is engaging in a pay to protest racket. Um, unreal. I mean, yeah. No, I, I think your revolutionary war uh, analogy is, is is spot on, Zach. Well done there. Think about Mel Gibson and the Patriot. Like you know, I mean, I picture him run down the streets of Seattle like with his like pitchfork. Uh, unreal. Uh, all right, so I'll I'll give mine. I'll just I'll give this one a seven. It's really stupid, but. Yeah, well, it's high BS, but it's so dumb. I think it needs to. It's not going to be super high on BS. Yeah, I'm I'm going seven as well. All right, so seven and seven. Uh, Good drink. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so we got fourteen. So currently in second place. Uh, it's yeah. It's again. It's almost too stupid to believe. 
now let's talk story number three. This thing is fascinating. Uh, story here out of the Daily Mail, which is really, as we said before, when we were preparing maybe our main source of news for the BS pod. Yeah. It's called the Daily Mail podcast. Love the Daily Mail. Nice, uh, nice tabloid with, with usually a pretty decent write-up. So here we are. The New Guinea cannibals accused of killing and eating Michael Rockefeller. Photographer visits in Indonesian people. <laughs> gave up eating humans 30 years ago and converted to Christianity after disappearance of American air in 1961. Zach, we got, um, as we talk through this, go ahead and throw up some of these pictures. Uh, <laughs> uh, so the story here is, um, I mean, did you, have you ever heard of this before, by the way, before this new story came out? No, I have not. Neither have I. Uh, now, these pictures are of the remote Indonesian people who accused of murdering and eating American heir Michael Rockefeller 60 years ago. Uh, and so basically what happened is, uh, so Rockefeller disappeared after a trading canoe that he was traveling in down, the, down what they call the cannibal coast of New Guinea, uh, capsized while he was collecting wooden carvings for his father's recently opened Museum of Primitive primitive art is several miles offshore heavy seas swapped swamped his craft after a night adrift rockefeller set out to swim for the distant shore leaving his companion renee wessing with the fateful words i think i can make it he was never seen again <laughs> i don't mean to laugh but man okay I, I i was just looking up i know that there was movies kind of based not maybe i mean maybe based on this specific thing but like green inferno have you ever heard of the green inferno no no, it's a movie about a uh, group of activists who are forced to fight survival when they are captured by a cannibalistic tribe. Oh, man. Sounds pretty pretty. Uh, oh, was that the Eli similar? Roth movie? Or yeah, that? yeah, okay. it was. I didn't see it. I remember seeing trailers for it when it came out. Yeah, yeah. But um, no, I never <laughs> saw it. Um, so it's based on the movie Cannibal Holocaust in 1980. I've never seen that either. But just from the, the title of it, it sounds like it could be uh, the concept of what we're talking about. So yeah, this, this whole article sounds like it would be a horror movie. Now, uh, so this comes from uh, the story here because he, he says he was presumed uh, that he drowned. Uh, but there have long been questions of the official version of the events. There was a 2014 book by Carl Hoffman that says there was clear and abundant evidence that Rockefeller made it to the shore and was killed and ceremonially eaten by the Azmat tribesmen. Rockefeller had also been studying the Danny before he vanished and the two closely linked tribes inhabit the same region of Indonesia. Uh, and so he went, uh, this guy, this author took extensive research in the Netherlands as well as New Guinea. And he said that uh, Rock once Rockefeller made it to shore, the Azmats, a notoriously violent New Guinea tribe, tortured, beheaded, and ate Rockefeller uh, in a ritualist, ritualistic cannibal killing because the Dutch had killed five of their own elite Azmats. So what they're saying here, this is basically... Uh, a revenge killing for someone who looked kind of like the guys, you know, I guess like a white guy, right? A European, yeah. a European yeah. resembling guy. Maybe he's one of the Dutch. And then they say, let's have a party and eat him. <laughs> and they said they'll get strength from it too. I mean, well, yeah, that's obviously crazy. Yeah. Why, why else would, wouldn't you do it? <laughs> it's like, it's, there are so many like crazy rituals you hear from like some of these remote indigenous tribes. Yeah. Right. Like there's some that like make you, I was watching one, um, this isn't cannibalism, but it's still pretty fucking crazy where they like, like a rite of passage is they take like this glove and they fill it with these ants and these ants are supposed to have the most potent and powerful uh, and hurtful sting of like any insect in the world. And like the rite of passage is that you have to put your hand inside of this glove and like let all these ants bite you for like oh my a certain amount of time. And then you pull your hand on and you're like, you know, Okay, whatever. I'm a man now, apparently. But it's like such <laughs> random shit. It's like, where do, where do you think of this from? And like, it says like they used to be cannibals until the Christians came and like yeah. uh, on a mission. Like, I, I, I don't see that mission going over well. <laughs> you know, uh, I, I definitely see them showing up and be like, hey, have you heard about Jesus Christ? And then saying like, let's eat this motherfucker. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, <laughs> I wonder how many Christians got eaten before there was enough to convert them. Or I don't know, maybe like you eat them and you get strength. Maybe like someone ate one of the Christians and they had like the power of Jesus going after they ate him and they all became Christians after that. Uh, that's a hell of a theory. Uh, yeah. I think that I think I just thought of that. I think that's what I'm sticking to it. That's that's how they converted. It sounds as good as any other. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I guess they allowed this uh, photographer to come in and take pictures. Now they don't eat. They don't eat anymore. They don't. They, well, they got their strength from Jesus, I guess, and now they're yeah. 
need anymore. Maybe yeah, maybe the strength of Jesus was enough to go yeah, around. The forever. Holy the Holy Spirit entered through them through um, them eating that those missionaries. Yeah. So I, I, that's what actually, I wonder if that's part of the argument they use. You don't need to eat anymore. Um, just let the power of Christ uh, yeah. take care of you. Now it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, this is a. I think he was a, a Harvard graduate. Um, I believe he was about twenty five or twenty six when he died. I mean, this is a Rockefeller. I mean, is a fourth generation member of the Rockefeller family. So, you know, super rich. I mean, American royalty for the time. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a thing. And, and one of the things that it says that he was, he was basically looking for some adventure in his life and he certainly found it. Yeah. Those rich, those, those rich kids. It reminds me of like what everyone said about like rich, rich, uh, old, old money millennials, like going around and like, you know, living life off daddy and mommy's money. You know, yeah. that's what this guy was doing and he just ended up getting eaten for it. Yeah. I mean, so it, this is like a, this is like an early COVID war- warning. He didn't know that it's better. It's safer to just be at home yeah. forever. Nothing bad will happen to you. Uh, so he was a little too early for that. And <laughs> now don't leave your house because you <laughs> might get eaten by cannibals. <laughs> oh, unbelievable. You know, and, and to think, cause I imagine, cause he's just not some regular guy, you know? I mean, he's someone rich and famous, essentially. I mean, they ate. So maybe he did grant them extraordinary power um, for, <laughs> for that meal because of, of, of how important he was. I mean, yeah. he's not just some regular guy. I mean, imagine, imagine his last thoughts, you know. Here, I, gosh, I could just be, I could be at freaking the south of France right now sipping yeah. a drink with, you know, some girl. Uh, yeah. But instead, I decided to go for some adventure. <laughs> a meal. Most people did, I guess, back then. I wouldn't. I would have. I would have been like you said. I would have been straight. To, maybe not France, but I would have been straight to somewhere uh, uh, fun, than where I could just chill out at like a cafe or something, have an espresso, and look at the views. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, enjoy my easy life. Right, here, here's the real question, Dave. Would you, if you had to, would you actually, would you eat someone? What are the circumstances? <laughs> all right, let's say. All right, all right. Let's let's picture you're in a uh, like a kind of like exploration adventure movie. It seems like it's a topic of like, all right, who's going to die first? So yeah. who, who, you know what I mean? If you were in a situation and you were going on an ex- expedition of Mount Everest or some shit, you yeah. and a you and five other people got caught in a I don't know ice fucking thing, mountain snow slide, whatever. And uh, is, would someone dies? Would you would you all eat him for survival? <laughs> if I had to stay alive, yeah, I think I would. Uh... Yeah, I mean, because I think at that point, um, well, I mean, I could say it now, but I think also I would be so damn hungry. Uh, I think my just my survival instinct would 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 uh, would take over any yeah. moral moral or uh, stomach revulsion I would have. What about you? I agree. I I, th- I think I'd probably eat a person before I'd eat a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't eat my dog. No, yeah, no, not my dog. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, now they say uh, no. They, they, one of the this is tangent a little bit, but uh, the the theory is like say if you die at home, uh, that if you have cats or a dog, that let's I'll just say you. you you drop dead right and nobody finds you, that your cat is more likely to eat you first before your dog. Yeah, yeah, I have heard that. I actually hadn't heard a dog would eat you at all, but I've definitely heard cats will. Well, it's, it's the same thing. They they're hungry. Yeah, so. they smell that rotten flesh and they're like, hmm, <laughs> food. <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> All right, so I mean, uh, do you have any more on this? No. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've, I think we've literally fleshed this one out. Oh, uh, good yeah, one. Like that. Now, yeah, good. I mean, this isn't super BS. Uh, I mean, the BS is just getting eaten alive. That's, yeah. That's BS alone. Uh, but I think it's lower, so I'll just give it a five. What do you got? Fuck, I was gonna go five. I'm gonna go four. Give me a four. Okay. They're always trying to, you know. I don't want to tie you completely. Let's just go four. All right. Uh, so that gives us a nine, and now we are in third place. Uh, let's move on to story number four. Uh, another story from Daily Mail. ZZ Top tribute band plays to uh, a, a packed house <laughs> as bikers undaunted by COVID uh, pack Sturgis bars and concerts without any mask or social distancing as 250,000 keep partying at mm. the 10 days South Dakota Festival. Zach, uh, wow. It says, well, here there's been so far 12 crashes, 26 people arrested for DUI. Uh, plus 17 arrested for felony drug charges. Uh, so, uh, the rally is among the largest uh, largest public gatherings since the spring. And uh, South Dakota governors resisted, call, resisted calls to cancel the 80th annual event, which brings millions to the economy. So this is where uh, 
Yeah, something, something strikes me that I don't care how much the governor or, or mayor or whoever calls to cancel it. Those guys, the, the, the type of crowd that goes to that event is not going to care about the, the wall <laughs> at that point. <laughs> Sturgis is like, I've never, obviously I've never been there. I'm not a biker, but like, I mean, you've, everyone's heard of Sturgis. Right. It's the biggest bike festival in the world. It's, you know, the most badass bikers in the entire country go there to, you know, let loose. It's almost like a biker's version of like, um, Burning Man, right? Yeah, that big yeah. festival in the desert where just anything goes. You just go there and like, you know, have fun. That's like their Sturges. They've got, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like a, I don't know what they call it, like a swap meet or something where I'm sure, I'm sure people buy and sell stuff. Um, you know, they go out, they party, they, they go up in their RVs, ride around, do whatever the heck they do, party, drink, listen to music, yeah. uh, do drugs, <laughs> drive drunk. <laughs> um, so, so you're not a biker. What, what do you think of bikes? Are you? Like, I want one so bad. Yeah. I want. Yeah, I do. I keep seeing um, ads on my Facebook pop up for like one of those Indian bikes. Okay. I think it's what they're called, Indian. I think they're yeah, called yeah. Indian bikes. Um, and I like. I want one so bad. My wife would kill me, and my mom would kill me because <laughs> of the danger. Yeah, my mom's uncle died on a motorcycle, so oh, she's sorry. like, so she's always like, you're never gonna be allowed to get a motorcycle. So, uh, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. They're not too safe. I mean, it also depends where you are. I think like, um, like where I live, um, I mean, the traffic here is crazy. And I mean, in other words, like if you're out somewhere in the country, we can go ride. I think it's probably safer than like say riding on a highway. In other yeah. words, um, where, you know, a simple mistake by a driver becomes your life, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, it could be just a simple accident between cars could, could turn deadly. Uh, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not a rider. Um, I don't have any problem with anybody uh, with motorcycles, although, um, I, I do have to say, um, I, I don't like the really super loud ones. Uh, to me, I, I find that a nuisance. I think it's just as annoying as people with loud stereos and stuff. Oh, yeah, loud cars too. I mean, anything, you know, it sounds yeah. like, you know, those, those low Hondas or whatever, you know, right. you hear them. You can, you so can tell them. You can, you can see them. You can see, uh, you can hear the sound of those with your eyes. You know I mean? You see those cars, <laughs> you know exactly what it's going to sound like. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, so Facebook knows what you've been searching, obviously. Uh, and they expect, uh, which is weird. Cause I've never looked up. I've, I've always been in my mind. Like when I see one, I'm like, I want a motorcycle. That'd be fun. But I've never actually like, I've never actively gone into like Google and typed up like, Oh, you know, Harley Davidson prices, whatever, you know, I've never done that before. So like they obviously are listening to me or know what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know. Right. It would have been better if you were searching. I've never, I've never gone to Google and typed in, you know, Harley Davidson. I've never like, a, like ever in my life actively done that. So they, they know. They That's know crazy. what I'm thinking. I mean, text messages. I mean, there's got to be something, right? Yeah. So maybe they're listening right now. Probably. Christ. We're gonna see ads for like cannibal movies and you know, <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> recipes for human flesh. Yeah. You you did the you did uh was it butcher box? Maybe that could be the new. Uh, <laughs> they add a human, yeah, <laughs> element to it. <laughs> okay. Uh, Let's move on, Zach. To our, yeah. <laughs> to our final story, and right, let's hit. Uh, let's hit. Up. You go first now on the, on the scoring. Two. Two. All right. So Two. I'm low on this one. I'm low on this one. What are you? Oh wow! Because uh, yeah. I know you're. You, I think you're a little more COVID fearful than me nationwide. Um, I'm surprised. I'll tell you why. Um, it's because the, the gatherings are happening across the entire country. Yeah. Prote- between protest, between uh, Disney World, just wait till Labor Day. Just see how many people are going to be out of Labor Day. We're going to have another Lake of the Ozark situation. You know what I mean? Pe- people are gathered together and they're doing it anyway. So, like, so what's the BS here then? Uh, that this is just one more in a, in a long line? Yeah, it's just one more, you know, but it, it's, it's gotten to a point in the where this so, people are gathering regardless. If Disney World can stay open, then like people can do Sturgis. You know what I mean? I, I'd say the only the, the only reason I gave it a two BS is because like all the pictures I've seen, I haven't seen anyone wearing a face mask. I haven't seen anybody. So that's like that was my BS. <laughs> Looks like every single, uh, yeah, I haven't seen a single one. And, and all of these pictures here in the Daily Mail, I I don't think I saw a single person wearing. What number did you give? Uh, sorry, I give it a I give it a four. Uh, all right, total of six. Because um, I do. Don't say I want it to be canceled, um, and, I, and I've been right there with you on, on the gatherings around the country, and certainly, you know, we've been over the protest thing. Um, you know, I mean, I, don't, I mean, they say two hundred fifty thousand, so that's a ton. Um, so I, I just don't know. So there is there is a worry there because I do feel like I've been optimistic, and things it does feel like we've turned a corner. 
And I know people were railing on Florida, Texas, Arizona, California, and it does look like that peak is over and we're, we could be heading into, as you said, into Labor Day. Um, and I hope that this doesn't do it. Um, so we'll see, I guess. Yeah. Although, they, you know, this contact tracing is also bullshit. They've got no way to know. And, and um, yeah, I don't know how. They don't do a very good job. And, and there's something like uh, you could have, Zach, you, you haven't been tested yet, right? I have not. So, and neither have I, and either one of us could very well have, have gotten COVID and were asymptomatic or something like that. And there's just no way of knowing, uh, of, of actually finding the exact spot, uh, uh, unless you want to do the track me by my phone thing, I guess. And, and no one, no one's really interested in doing that. No <laughs> so. one is. I don't, I don't think I've seen maybe, I've, I don't think I've seen one like praise for it. It's, it's <laughs> mainly negative. If it's not negative, it's, it's, it's indifferent. Yeah. I've seen people be indifferent, people be negative. I haven't seen anyone been like, yeah, contact tracing on my iPhone. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I being tracked. This is great. Yeah, sweet. Uh, so that's all we had. And now let's hit our final story, Zach, uh, from my neck of the woods, Florida man, story out of Tampa Bay Times. You now have coronavirus, man tells boy at Treasure Island restaurant. Uh, 47-year-old man is accused of grabbing a child, wearing a mask at a restaurant, getting close to his face and telling him, you now have coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I hope man. he said it exactly like that, though. <laughs> he was arrested on uh, charges of simple battery and disorderly conduct. Uh, uh, basically, he approached a child who was at a table wearing a mask. I mean, just totally out of nowhere. According to arrest reports, the boy's age was not released by, by police. He said he asked the boy if he was wearing a mask, uh, and the boy responded that he was. Of course he is. Uh, and then the man told him to take it off. When the boy refused, the guy grabbed his hand tightly, report said, and closed in on the boy's face and told him he had the virus. The victim uh, that was in such close proximity that spit particles from his mouth landed on his face. Uh, he walked into the bar area where staff asked him to sit down because he appeared intoxicated, wasn't wearing shoes. <laughs> and then the guy sw took a swing at a staff member uh, that walked him outside and sat him on the ground until he got arrested. So the guy was drunk out of his mind, went up there, harassed the kid, scared the kid half to death, spit on his face, took a swing at a, at a server or a bartender and, uh, and just a simple, uh, he's released on $650 bail, Zach. That's great. I hope that little kid gets tested though. <laughs> I know. I mean, this is a poor kid just minding his own business. You know, yeah. parents had him wear a mask. He's not a political actor, which, it, you know, to me, it seems like that's what it seemed like. He was going on. He, he basically some drunk asshole picked on a poor kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's exactly what happened. I mean, it's because he knew, he, yeah, yeah. he knew the kid when he knew the kid wasn't going to say shit back to him, right? He's a it's kid. He's being a fucking bully, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. It's not up to the kid whether he's wearing a mask. It's, his parents are having him wear it. And, you know, when you're inside, well, unless you're at, uh, let's say the rules here are you have to walk in to a restaurant with a mask on. And then once you sit down, you can take it off. And then when you get up to go to the bathroom, you got to put it back on. And then when you get up to leave, you got to put it back on. All right. Um, now here, here's a question. Did they say if this guy had actually had COVID? No, he said, um, he told cops that uh, he didn't know if he had had it and he hadn't been tested. Hmm. So, he, so well, well, okay. So I remember I was driving through Florida not too long ago and I can remember seeing billboards of a lawyer for a lawyer every like mile or two. Uh -huh. And I was talking to my sister-in-law and she said, people love to sue each other down here. That's why you see so many billboards for lawyers everywhere. Yeah. I wonder if this guy had COVID, if he <laughs> actually gives it to this kid, if there's, if there's a lawsuit there waiting to happen for like, Oh, I would, I would think so. Yeah. Sure. I'm wondering what kind of lawsuit that would be. Are they going to try to like get him for, are they going to go as far to say like attempted murder? Well, I don't know. I know that you was know what I mean? Because you could send kids, it could be fatal or some shit. And you, you gave him, you know, COVID, which could be fatal. Is that like, you know, would people try to take that into an attempted murder charge or some shit? It's, it's certainly plausible because I know um, certain states, um, it was, that was the case with HIV. If you had HIV and you, and you Didn't slept with someone it. without disclosing it, that mm. you could have been charged with attempted murder. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this isn't quite as deadly, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, something more than, because basically they didn't, there's nothing here to charge him other than, what's it called? Uh, simple battery disorderly conduct. Now disorderly conduct probably for taking a swing at the staff member and battery on the child for basically putting his hands on him. Yeah. Um, so nothing related here to charges of, uh, you know, I don't know, some, some sort of endangerment or something like that. Yeah. 
Uh, but I, I, I think there could be something there for a lawsuit. Yeah, if the kid gets it, kid spreads it to his parents, and then you know parents could sue. Um, I mean, it's just a blatant thing. Yeah, so I, I'd support that. I mean, don't be – what an asshole, man. Yeah, it's a dick move. <laughs> it's a big dick move. God. Uh, so, I mean, that is the story. Do you want to you give a rating on that one? Yeah. I'm going to go five. Yeah, five. If he had COVID, if he actually had – if he was actually had COVID, I would go higher, but – I think he's just a jerk. Just a junk asshole jerk, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go... Man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to repeat myself and go four. So that gives it a nine. Uh, and then here we are with our final tally here. Uh, number, coming in at number five is Sturgis. At numbers, uh, is, uh, yeah, the Sturgis Festival. We've got a tie for third and fourth between Florida Man and Cannibals. Um, you know what? With that, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... Don't mind me here. I'm going to change this to a three. Make that an eight. So I'm going to unilaterally say Florida Man is number four. All right. Cannibal's number three. Are you okay with that? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Number two, Seattle protesters suing the city uh, for riot equipment. (laughs) Just saying that feels so strange. And then uh, number one, Zach, the bullshittiest story of the week is the absolute um, rioting, looting, mayhem uh, all over Chicago. over a false rumor um, and then and then the justification on top of it. I mean, just total, absolute BS as far as I'm concerned. Just unbelievable. That is one big pile of shit. Uh, Zach, uh, any, final, any final thoughts on our, uh, on our stories this week? Nope, that's it. I'm excited to see where the week goes because, you know, there's going to be so much more bullshit that happens between now and <laughs> next know. Tuesday. It's just like over the weekend, you know, stories come and they come and they come. And I'm like, oh, my God, look at all this stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thank you all for watching. I'd love to know what you all think of these stories. Go ahead and comment down below. Uh, Of course, subscribe to this channel. And uh, Zach, if they want to find out, read more stories like this or get some more BS or uh, follow some of the other stuff that we do, uh, how can they do that? You can go to informedamerican.com, realhealthynews.com, and wallstreetwire.com. It's all about politics, health, and finance, respectively. Great. For Zach, I am Dave, and I've had enough of this BS. You've been listening to the BS Podcast with Dave and Zach, part of the Informed American Radio Network. Please like and subscribe today in order to get fresh new weekly episodes. Please send us your BS stories to info at informedamerican.com. The world is hard enough. And now we got to deal with this balls. (laughs) 